This is a dungeons. This is a pod. This is dungeons and podcasts, and oh we God. play Dungeons and Dragons. listeners and welcome back to the Make Believe Heroes podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm your dungeon master Paul and I'm joined by my four friends. Hey guys, it's Jeremy. I play Lorik Darkbolt. I'm Jeffrey and I play Sir Vance Off the Wall. I'm Alan and I play Jimalil Cart. Hi, I'm Kellen and I play Red. Something like that. And not exactly in that order, or is it? Has Kellen taken over? <gasps> You know what they say, Dungeons and Dragons takes over your mind, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Possession and all that stuff. It's very dangerous, but it's worth the risk. I know. Evil. The devil's game, look out, be careful. I really didn't mean to do that, though, but it, it works, it's okay. Okay, so before we get to this week's episode, I do want to mention, uh, in our last episode, Kellen requested some purple drink. And uh, I just thought that was like grape soda. I did as well. Wait, 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 wait. Hold the phone. Isn't this like McDonald's, like purple drink? Isn't that what purple drink is? McDonald's? Like orange drink? I mean, that's what I thought. Uh, apparently, purple drink is like... Sprite and the drugs. Yeah. Are you serious? It's yes. like it's like cough syrup mixed with Sprite, Sprite or something. Hey, well, Red, is there something, is there something you need to tell us? I was not aware of this. Uh, this is legit. I thing. personally thought it was grape juice. But so I just want to say when we said purple drank, it was just red saying like grape soda in a stupid way, which made us all laugh. But listening back to it now, knowing what that is, I think, huh, it sounds like we're specifically referencing drug use. And we're not. That's we don't amazing. We yeah. don't use nor do we advocate the use of drugs. Uh, also, I feel compelled to mention that even though there's been a lot of drinking in our game, just <laughs> it's just, you know, silliness and fun. I don't drink. We're not advocating that either. So just wanted to get that out of the way in case you're wondering if we were saying, yo, mix up some purple drink and bring it over. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> My bad. Nice job, boys. Good job. And also, we do a lot of killing in this, and I don't think any of us have killed anybody. I have. That's Speak for yourself. <laughs> That's also true. I advocate so. killing. Anyway, no, we, we're moving. all good characters, I think, so we haven't killed anybody in a bad way. But anyway. Mm, well, before we get right back into the action, I do want to mention that our characters leveled up to level three. Yeah. Ooh, I forgot to do that. I got all the good oh, yeah, stuff. Click the level up button here. And also, if you hear, I notice sometime listening back, it sounds like I'm like running all the character sheets. I'm not. Each character <laughs> has their own character sheet. I just have them pulled up because we use D&D Beyond. Which is pretty nice. Makes it easier if, if I can say, hey, this is what your uh, modifier is. If one of them's like, oh, where is my acrobatics modifier? Where is my... I'll just say, oh, it's this. So anyway, we love D&D Beyond. It's great. You should try right. it. This episode of Make Believe Heroes is sponsored by D&D Beyond. We're not actually I sponsored. Exactly. I wish. Hey, Wizards of the Coast, <laughs> it's time to step up. Send me an email. Sure, we'll take Let's it. do this. Yeah, send, send it. We'll accept you. We accept you. Uh, So, Alan, what did Jim gain in his... Third level. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He got uh, some more HP. That's true. Which is pretty typical. He also mm -hmm. got his Warlock Pact, one of them. Mm. Uh, so he got the Pact of the Tome. 
which mm. gives him three cantrips from any spell list. Doesn't doesn't even have to be a warlock spell. But see, if I cast a cantrip from like say the wizard or the bard spell list, it's now for me, for all intents and purposes of the game and its mechanics, a warlock spell. Which is pretty sweet. And I'm assuming you're just recording that like in your Pokédex or what? <laughs> uh, I have this shadowy tome that was granted to me by my patron mm. that has all this. So that has to be on my person for me to cast these cantrips. Mm. But if, say, I lose it or it gets, you know, burn up in some kind of eldritch fire, mm-hmm. then I can spend, I think it's an hour or something like that to... Uh, I don't know if I'm like praying to my patron or what. We'll figure out some flavor if it comes to that. Something creepy. And the patron's like, hey, here's your thing. And I'm like, cool. Thanks, bro. He's like, (laughs) word. All right. So, Servants, Paladin, third level. What'd you do? I took an oath, Mm. specifically an oath of devotion. Of course. Yeah, boys, because I'm a knight. What does that give you? You know? It gives. Gave me some spells. It did. It also gives you your channel divinity, right? Yeah. You know what that is? No. Cool. <laughs> so basically, you have two things that you can do once per day. You can do one of those things. It's something you can use in combat. One of them is called Sacred Weapon, and one of them is called Turn the Unholy. And You can see that in your class features under channel divinity. I, I did read that, and I just forgot about it. That's fine. That's a pretty handy little thing. You also get a couple of spells you can use all the time, and you'll get more stuff at yeah, later levels. Great. It's kind of like how you choose like your wizard school. Speaking of which, wizard, what did you get? Some new spells? Oh my gosh, I got some awesome spells. I got four new spells. I went all second level because I'm Jeremy and I couldn't help myself. Mm-hmm. But I got Agnaz Scorcher, which is like high damage fire spell. I picked up Invisibility just so I can be a little bit more sneaky because I'm a little squishy. I picked up Knock and Spider Climb. Word. Uh, my HP jumped up to 22. So Lorik is is he's feeling a little stronger. He, he's been doing some studying. He's he's been while he's meditating. He's figured out, you know, man, I could I could do this and mm-hmm. you know enhance my ability to climb a wall. And yeah, I'm pretty excited. So Kellen, what did you gain at level three? I became an ultimate Beastmaster. Is what I became. The be- like the movie Beastmaster. Yes. Yes. I will one day find an animal that I will tame and make it my bestest of friends. That's basically I bet that animal's name is Jim Alil. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could have got a familiar, yeah. but I didn't. It's going to be a but spider. Yeah, that's and I also learned a new spell. I learned a new spell as well. Cool. Yeah. What's the spell? What is I, it? I can't tell you. It's a secret spell. It's he sp- took cure wounds. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Got him. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about last time. So last time we played, our characters were about were preparing to leave the. Um, I almost said the barley barrel. Lol. They were nah. preparing to leave the rocky stop. They said their goodbyes with Sir Durvos Frostbeard, the dwarven cleric of Dervetter. After uh, a night of some rest, uh, along with some foreboding visions on some of our characters' parts, our group set out on a journey. They left from Foothill Village, heading east, no, heading west through the drylands. They decided to take the less used path, but the quicker path. And as they traveled, they didn't run into any trouble. They got as far as they could in the night and then decided to settle down for the evening. To make camp, they started a fire, warmed their hands a little bit, and then Kellen used his boat in a box. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. 
our group tied their horses to the boat, which they set up, which is, you know, I mean, a pretty decent little-sized boat with a cabin. They decided to bundle up inside the cabin together. Kellen took the first watch, and before his first watch had ended, he discovered that the boat was being approached by a giant wolf spider. Oh, it was beautiful. He swung down the mast, shot the spider, and killed it, yelling for help from his friends. And as they came out, they realized that there were a group of about four more of these spiders approaching. And that was where we ended. Oh, we're so going to kill some spiders right now. So, Kellen, you and Lorik and Servants are standing on the deck of your boat. There's one spider perched on top of the housing over the cabin. Jim, you've just been jerked awake as the door slammed and you hear that there are giant spiders outside as Lorik yells, there are spiders everywhere. And Guy is hopping up beside you, <laughs> peeing his pants. Before we roll any of our dice, let me roll this d20 and see how the DM's going to do for the night. Wow. Oh, that's not bad. It's a 16. Oh. <laughs> Challenge oh, no. accepted, my friend. <laughs> so now let's initiatize, shall we? Let's initiatize. I rolled an 18 plus 4, which means 22. Mm, yes. I got a 17. I likewise got a 17. Ooh. It was a 15 plus 2. Who's got the higher decks? Mine's a 16. My decks is a 15. Aha. Uh-huh. So then Lorik will go first. I got a 4. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kellen, you yes. hop down and you see your friends come out and then a group of spiders is approaching from all directions. What do you do? All right, so what's the nearest spider? I would say you're probably about equidistant to all of them. All right, I want to pull back my bow and I want to shoot at one of them. And I want to okay. scream out, get off my ship! Okay, there's the, there's one on your left, one like toward the south end of the boat, one on your right, and then one on top of the cabin. I want to go for the one on top of the cabin. You going to shoot him with your bow? Yep. Roll it. Ooh, that is a 19. That's a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. I forgot what a D8 is. It's the one with eight sides. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Six plus four, so ten. You pull back your bow and release an arrow, and it goes flying up into the one above you, and it kind of kicks back and is like clawing where the arrow kind of hit at one of its eyes, and he kind of rears back on his haunches and leaps at you. Oh, okay. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. That is a 14 plus four. 18. He jumps on you, but because you're so small, you manage to kind of roll back, and he doesn't pin you down like he was going for. But he is just yelling out and pretty ticked off about that injury that you gave him, and he's going to try and bite you. Oh, no. What's your AC? My AC is 16. Ah, he rolled an 11 plus 5. That's a 16. So that meets. Dang. So you're going to take some damage here. Oh, boy. All right. don't. Okay. Oh, boy. You take 8 piercing damage you jerk now i need you to make me a constitution saving throw ah that poison no that is a not 20 sir boom did you really get a nat 20 i did i seriously did get a nat 20 just want to say you rolled like three nat 20s last game so hey it's the dice bro i mean i can record this if you No, i believe you i'm believing you since you rolled a natural 20, I'm going to say that he got a pretty good bite on you, but you're able to shake off the poison. Like he just, he didn't, he wasn't prepared enough and he didn't have his poison just ready up just yet and it didn't get into your bloodstream. So you're not going to take any poison damage with a nat 20. Oh, cool. nice. And now it is Lark's turn. Oh, yeah. So 
where I, I burst out of uh-huh. the cabin and I see spiders everywhere. There's spiders everywhere. Sir Vance, get your pike. And I'm, I'm going to raise my wand. How many spiders are there? Four. There's four. So there's mm-hmm. one on top of Kellen. Mm-hmm. And where are the other three? They are crawling. They just like crawled up from straight in front of you and one on your left and one on your right. So they're all separate? Yes. Okay. So the one to my right. Mm-hmm. I would like to cast Ice Knife. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yell it at Sir Vance. Get your pike. I'm going to point my wand out, and this knife appears just floating just above the knife, and I flick my wrist, and it goes flying out to try to smack this thing right in the face. Yeah. It's a plus six to hit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's only a 12. Uh, that's not enough. Still, that spider has to make a dex save, because when that knife flies up next to it, it explodes. It shatters. It has to beat a dex 14. Okay. He got an eight, so he does not Okay, save. so he takes 2d6 cold damage. Okay, roll it. That's six damage. That ice dagger just explodes. It missed him, so it kind of goes alongside him, and a bunch of those shards from that ice just stick all in his body, and he's just letting out a shriek and shaking over to the side a little bit. Is that the end of your turn? I'm just going to move so that when Sir Vance moves up, I want to human shield him a little bit. Okay. Jim, you awake to the sound of battle. I hear battle, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I should better do something with battle. <laughs> I run outside. How close am I to any powders? Within distance of your move, for sure. Okay, so I will blast them in an eldritch sense. Okay, Ooh. so which one are you aiming at, or does that hit multiples? It hits one of them. Okay. You got the one on top of Kellen, and then you got the one that Lark hit, and you got two others. I will hit the one on top of Kellen. Okay. Oh, no. That is a 14. That just hits. Ha. I just hit him. (laughs) Roll that damage. (laughs) So the damage is 1d10. Yeah. Got 10 sides. (laughs) I rolled a one. Oh, man. That stinks. It hits him, but probably just because you're still so sleepy. He kind of lets out a grunt if a spider could grunt. You know what I mean? But he doesn't seem too bothered by it. He's, he seems really intent on this gnome that's underneath it. So that's at the end of your turn? Yeah, and I kind of shrink back from the, the general fray where I'm not like up. I try to get a w- within range of casting, but still... Kind of back up against the cabin, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I take up a defensive stance, you could call it. All right. The spider that was blasted with icy shards is going to turn his anger on the little elven-looking dude that shot that at him, and he's going to rush him. And when he does, he's going to try and bite you. Who are you biting? Oh, what's Tracy? Mm, my AC is a 13. Yeah, he rolled a non-natural 20. So that's mm, going to be a hit. That's All not right. nice. So let's see. You take, oh, I rolled really low. You take two piercing damage. Oh, thank God. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Ooh, it's a 10 on the dice. So, a 12. <sighs> you save. Yes. But you're going to take half damage. <laughs> wow. You take four poison damage. I'm alive. A lot more damage from that with a save than you did from the actual attack. Okay. So, he rushes towards you, and he just bites on your shoulder. And when he does, the bite isn't very ah! hard, but you can feel that poison kind of go into your system. <laughs> Servants, help! It got me! Now, the one that is coming up from the 
opposite end of the boat of the cabin. He's crawling forward, and he sees uh, Kellen, like, down underneath the spider that jumped down off the cabin, which is visibly the largest of the four spiders, the one that jumped off the cabin. He's going to rush up from behind Kellen and take a bite at him. What the heck, man? This is not cool. (laughs) What's your AC, Kellen? 14. That's a 12, so he misses. Yeah! He's going to rush up at you. We'll just say that where you're kind of underneath the big one, he just can't really get down to you very well. The other one, Servants, you're standing out there, right? Kind of like in front of where Lorik is. Yep. Yeah. The one that is on your left, if you're facing the back of the ship, is going to rush and jump at you. Ooh. And he is going to snap at you with his bitey bites. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He rolled a 21, so I'm assuming that hits you. Yes, that does hit me. All right. Let's see here. Oh, boy. Man, you take uh, seven damage. I mean, the DM did roll a 16. Now I need you to roll me a constitution saving throw. 14. 14 is good enough, so you're going to take half damage. You take three poison damage. Okay. So 10 damage altogether. Yeah, so while you're kind of focused on the, the three spiders that are in front of you, he kind of comes up from behind you on that side, and he just bites you on the arm, like the like your bicep on the left side, and you feel that poison kind of seep into you. How much damage mm. did you just take? 10. Okay. Too much. That is the end of the spider's turn. Now it's your turn, Servants, and there's a spider face-to-face with you. His little mandibles are working, and he's tasting your blood. I see one that's been hit yet? Nope. Good. Good, he said. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Kill him. To death? Since he's so close, I'm not using my pack. I'm going to whip out my great sword. Oh, oh. do it. I I'm love it. Cut him in half. Cut him in half. I'm going to wreck it. That's a 21. Cuts Boys. him in half, right? Insta-kill. So, Coup de gras. Maybe. as I'm doing that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm also going to use Divine Smite. I have oh. to use a spell slot. Yeah, that's fine. But it does extra 2d8 damage. Do it. Roll it. So that's 5 plus... Your greatsword is a plus 3 for damage. Yeah, so that's 8 plus... 8? 11. 11 total damage? 11 plus 8. Oh, goodness. He's dead. (laughs) 19. You just cut him in half, right? It's dead. Nice. So what does that look like? So basically, after he bites my arm, out of reaction of that, like reach up and grab the hilt of my great sword and pull it straight up off my back, and then bring it straight down into its head. And whenever I cut straight through and split its head in half, it's kind of like a glowing light slashes straight through it. Nice. Mm, it's beautiful. So one down, three to go. Mm. And now it is Kellen's turn. Kellen, you got a spider in front of you and a spider behind you. Kill him, Kellen! Kill him! I'm upset. And I'm underneath one, right? I believe. Yeah, I'm going to say that he's, you're between him and the other spider, but you're kind of like up underneath him because he's so big. You know what I'm saying? You're not like right underneath him. All right, so I kind of just want to roll to the side, and I'm not disengaging, but I want to shoot the spider that just tried to attack me but couldn't. If you shoot him, you'll have disadvantage because you're too close to him. Okay, but I do want to use... Hail of Thorns. I would like to use that. You can cast Hail of Thorns. I mean, it, it just what it is is the next time that you hit a creature, it works. So even if you miss, Hail of Thorns won't be wasted. You know what I'm saying? Sweet. All right, so I cast Hail of Thorns, and then okay. I'm going to aim for the spider that tried to bite my face off. Destroy. Okay. 
So that is a 15. And oh, yeah. I just rolled with disadvantage, and my lowest is for 15. So 15 plus whatever is enough. So you aimed at the bigger one, right? The one that attacked you the first no, time? No, I aimed at the one that attacked me the second time. Ooh. Oh, okay. Roll me the damage. All right. That is a solid 8 plus 4. Okay, so that arrow busts through the face of that smaller spider, and when it comes out the other end, it just brings a bunch of viscera with it, and that one just goes limp and rolls over and curls his legs up. Nice. The Hail of Thorns, what it does is each creature within five feet of it must make a deck save. So the other spider was within five feet of him. So I'm going to yes. make the other spider do a deck save and see if he takes any damage. He rolls a... He got a 19. Oh, my deck save is 13. So he takes half the damage. So roll me a d10, he'll take half. Aha, uh -huh. that is a nine. Okay, so he'll take four damage. So some of those thorns explode off that arrow as it comes out the other side of the spider. And this one kind of dodges back, but he still gets nicked by a few of those thorns, and he turns back towards you hissing. He is going to shoot you with a web. Oh, no. <laughs> Jerk. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, Kellen is small enough. This is a problem. <laughs> All right, I have to roll to hit you. What's your AC? 14. That's a hit. Dang it, So man. Come on. You are restrained. <laughs> so basically what that means oh, no. is you can't move. Your speed's zero. You, any attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage, and you have disadvantage on saving throws. So he shoots his web out at you, and it just it, it grabs your legs and co starts coming up you real quick, like all over your body, and it kind of pins you back to the mast. So you're kind of like stuck to the oh, mast boy. and can't move, and he is just drooling and hissing as he's walking towards you, and Icor is oozing out of the eye that he sh that you shot with an arrow earlier as he approaches. Guys, help, help, help me. Now it is Lorik's turn. Oh, Lorik is so mad this thing bit him. There's a spider like right on top of you. I mean, he is freaking out. Ah, Trevance, you help! And, and then and then he he uh, realizes that you know he's just gonna have to handle this, and he sticks his wand like tries to stick it in the mandibles of this wolf spider. Okay. His eyes light up with this this blue crackling energy, and I'm gonna cast at second level witch bolt right in Dang. its face. That's a thirteen to hit. And this is on the one that attacked you, right? Yeah, the one right in front of me. That hits. Mm, I get to roll yes. two d12s. Do it. Such a good spell. Yeah, I really like Witch Bolt. Guys, I rolled 16 damage. Oh, boy. Boys. So how does it look like when you explode this spider with lightning? <laughs> I mean, it's like Lorg is like freaking out for a minute, and he's shaking, he's shaking, he's shaking, and he just jams his wand into the thing's mouth, and it's like its abdomen, its back piece, like, blows off, and the front of its head is, like, still on the tip of his oh, wand for a minute, and he just flicks it off. I love it. I love it. Okay. Advocadabra. Uh, then he's gonna he's gonna like move up closer to Kellen. Okay, and that'll end my turn. All right, Jim. Some of the guts from that spider that just exploded kind of flicked onto you. I kind of for a second, as a free action, wipe it off. <laughs> start to examine it, like, hmm. Oh, wait. And then I start to go. <laughs> okay. So this time I'm going to cast Chill Touch. Mm, do it. That's a cantrip, correct? That is a cantrip. Okay, and you're attacking on the one that's left. Yep, it's a ranged spell attack. Mm -hmm. That is a 20, not natural. That is a hit. So what you see is a 
kind of fog surround the spider. Mm-hmm. And from the ground comes a ghostly skeletal hand. Ooh. And it grabs the spider lightly. <laughs> and you can see the spider getting the spider's uncomfortable. colder. Mm. I'm going to roll a 1d8. It's necrotic damage, right? That is damage of the necrotic sort. And it does get this two damage. Oh. <laughs> Spider seems pretty freaked out by that. Yeah. <laughs> it gently grabs him. He, 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 feels, he feels odd. Alan has hit twice, and he's done a total of three damage. Oh. You're doing good, though. Hey, you're doing, yeah. you're doing the Lord's work. All right, I'm here we go. so bad at this. And if it's undead, if this happens to be an undead spider, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against me until the end of my next turn. Well, I really not. hope it's not. It doesn't happen to be undead, but wouldn't that be cool? That would be <laughs> no. cool. Kellen, as you're like strapped to the mast and the spider's approaching you, are you doing anything or saying anything? I want to like reach up and pick my nose because I got this thing kind of stuck you in there. You can't. Your arms are, are like webbed to the, your body. Well, I, I want to just be like, hey, Help. Help. Help me. <laughs> really convincing. That's really yeah. convincing. So I'm, Vance, in, I'm in so much pain. Help. <laughs> how far? <laughs> Help. Vance. So how close am I to that? Uh, you know, 15 feet from the spider, probably. By the way, guys, did anybody notice that guy hasn't left the cabin yet? <laughs> of course not. Guy's <laughs> uh, not coming out. Not By the way, the there's this uh, spider walking towards me. I'm kind of strapped to the mast. I didn't know if anybody knew that. <laughs> Lord's liable to ignore it now. I love it. Servants. <laughs> is that the last spotter? It is. The others have been exploded or dead. Get him, Vance. It's in front of you, about 15 feet. It is It is slowly hissing and walking toward the mast where Kellen is strapped to it with webs. Well, he's not looking at you. Yeah, so I'm just going to, since I already have a uh, great sword out, yeah. try to run up and slash him. All right, roll it. That's an 18. Ooh, That's ooh. a hit. Ooh, ooh, ooh that spider that is 15 damage yeah. holy crap yeah two sixes you did it you killed him nice Woo! my Boys. hero so as it is approaching Kellen, it's got like his front legs up on the mast like wrapped around him it's slowly bringing his fangs or whatever they are down Ew. toward Kellen, like dripping Ew. just Guys. like slobbery stuff Ew. out. He gets right over your face. He's about to like bite into your Mandibles cheek. Clacking. And then Cervantes just comes up from behind him and just slashes down his back end, just splitting him off at the end. And he just flops back screaming and like twirling around and like, you know, on his back, just kind of spinning in circles and hissing and bleeding and pouring pus out everywhere. And then finally he just curls his legs up and just stops moving. Get Disgusting. off my ship. You freak. <laughs> <laughs> Lark walks up smiling to uh, Helen. Hey, what's uh, up? Tied to the mat. Uh, uh, hey, Kellen, here. I'll Let me get you out of here, Kellen. Um, here, I got a dagger. And he pulls out a dagger out of his robe and, mm-hmm. and, and starts to slowly cut the webs. And he goes, you know, it would just be so so good if we could just sell this boat across this desert. I know. It's going to take oh, two gosh. weeks. Again with this. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I was I was thinking actually, uh, Loric. You know, you've got that potion of, uh, what is it? Frost strength, strength. I guess is that what we had. Yeah. Uh, we, oh, my, my magic item. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What if we gave that to the horses? I mean, they could pull this ship across the desert, couldn't they? Like, is that possible? I mean, why don't we just give it to them and and ride the cart? I bet it, uh, we could like 
double our speed. Oh, that's true. That is true. And then maybe like propel ourselves with the geyser part of Jamel's, <laughs> you know, water canteen. I don't know. Well, Killen already asked the DM, and and we can't propel ourselves <laughs> with that. So that's okay. We don't need to propel ourselves with a geyser. I have a solution. Oh so, no. Uh, I've been studying this night a new cantrip. It's called Shape Water. (laughs) Wait, what? It's called Uh, Shape Water. I'm waiting for it. So this is what we need to do. It says you can choose an area of water that you can see within range and that fits within a five-foot cube. You can manipulate it in one of the following ways. Uh, It says you can instantaneously move or otherwise change the flow of water as you direct up to five feet in any direction. And the movement doesn't have enough force to cause damage. So if we can create a five-foot cube of water and have the boat float in that, we can have the water flow us across the desert. (laughs) Huh. So, yeah, I can move the water. I'm so sorry, Paul. (laughs) Okay. so sorry. So so for the record, this is an action, right? Uh, Yes. This is an action. So that's six seconds. Uh So you'll be moving five feet in six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he got you, Alan. So it Good can job. be done. You're just not, you're going to be moving one sixth of the speed that you would move if you were walking. You know, I say we wait till we get to the very edge of the desert and do that just so we can say <laughs> we cross the desert by sailing. Yes. There's another one. Another oh, no. possible oh, effect geez. is you cause the water to form into simple shapes and animate at your direction. If we have it animate as a wave, then it can propel us across the desert. And this change lasts for one hour. So it's like I cast the spell and it goes on its own. So I don't have to continually do it. For an hour, Paul. One hour, we can do it. Sure. I, I just hour. don't see how it, it's moving, though. It's not moving. It's just. What if I the make the boat the smaller? Because I can make it smaller. Making the boat smaller would help. Yeah, but then we'd have to leave the horses. You would have to leave the horses. You, I mean, you have to think about the fact that if you're putting the horses on there, you're trying to transport like a thousand pounds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. there, there's a lot to think about. For now, let's think about the fact that there are four disgustingly dead spiders on your ship. Guys <laughs> somewhere inside the cabin probably dead. He probably killed himself. And <laughs> what are you doing right in the moment? Uh, sir, sir Vance, Sir Vance, I, I, I don't. I don't know if if guy's okay. You should probably you should probably check on him. You're probably right. I I want to somehow get these. Well, you know, what would probably be better is if I like made the boat like disappear because it's probably time for us to get moving. No wait, uh, no, it's no. Fine. it you, you they rested for two hours. Yeah, and I didn't <laughs> get any rest. <laughs> it's like one a.m. You've had I didn't no get rest. Any rest. <laughs> and the other the guys deal. haven't had enough if, rest. If if I can meditate for for two or three more hours, I can. I can take over a watch for the rest of us for the rest of the night. Well, that's fine. I'm thinking about disassembling the boat and then reassembling it somewhere else. That way we can, you know, get rid of the spiders. No, I, I think that we just we just throw the spiders overboard so other spiders will either just eat them and leave us alone or, you know, they know that it's dangerous and they don't come up here. Oh, okay. I mean, we could take some of their blood and, like, rub it on the ship, like, go yeah. away. Sick. And then, yeah. I mean, that's... I don't. Is that normal, surveillance? It's not normal. I hate okay. spiders. You guys, you can do. Just go back to the cabin. I'll I'll keep watch for a few more hours, and then 
Yeah, but I, I, like I was on watch. I'm confused. Yeah, no, you. I just need somebody to let me. Just you, you, all three can keep watch for two more hours, three more hours, and then I'll come out and you can all sleep until you get a full rest. You can do that. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So Kellen is gonna finish his watch, right? Is someone gonna finish it with me for two hours? Since he just said that he was gonna watch for the rest of the hours, Are we good? I think it would be better if we all just stayed out here and let him rest. Or whatever he's going to do. Yeah. That way, in case there are more spiders, we can take care of them. Uh, well, sir, it's called meditation surveillance. I, I... Whatever. Just go rest. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> just a question. Oh, okay. You said meditation. Isn't that the same as sleeping? Like, I don't... Well, I mean... No, is I'm that like beauty rest? Aware. Is that what that is? <laughs> you, you think I'm beautiful? No, I'm saying, oh, no. like, you really need some beauty rest is what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I do have all this spotter. Hey, everybody roll me a perception check real quick. Like, all Yay. Perception. I rolled a 17. I rolled a natural one. I'm asleep. I'm just dead. <laughs> I'm asleep. I got a five. Guys, we're doing great. I just want to say that while they're having that conversation, I've been yeah. examining the spider bodies super closely. I, so I don't know if that gives me disadvantage <laughs> or what. You don't have to roll one if you don't want to. That's up to you. Have some inspiration, Jim. Thank you. I love inspiration. Do I find out anything cool about these spiders? Uh, roll me... Nature's fine. Nature, investigation, whichever one's higher. I'll do investigation. Okay. It makes the most sense to me. And it's higher than nature. Sweet. I got a seven. Total or... It's total. Ah. <laughs> it smells really gross. That's what you discover, and it's greenish. So, Paul, on this uh, on this perception check, I yeah. rolled a seventeen plus five. Okay. As everyone's talking, you kind of hear this weird sound, and you kind of like pause and, and tune your ears into it, and it sounds like someone's sobbing. Okay, I'm gonna walk to what? the cabin, and I'm <laughs> just gonna God. gently open open the up the door. That's yeah. Just gently. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna slip inside. Okay, guy is on the floor in the corner, the farthest corner away from it, curled up into the fetal position, also somehow kneeling, and he is like praying <laughs> to Paylor as hard as he. Oh, please God, don't let the spiders kill me! I'm gonna, please, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna walk die. up to him and be like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going? Did you kill the spiders? Yeah, yeah, it's okay now. I looked. I, I want to pat him on the I head. I looked. I looked. <laughs> I looked. Oh God! It's I looked. Okay. It's okay. It's I didn't okay. know. Shh. Just kill me, Kellen, please. No, I just, I want to, like, I want to cut, I want to not, like, cuddle him, but I want to, like, kind of hug oh him. And then, like, just pat his head. It's like, it's okay, all right? Okay. Everything's going to be okay. comes into the cabin to, to uh-huh. meditate. Yeah. And uh, he, he, like, comes in like, man, so many spotters just everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, God. Taking guts off of him, and, and he, he, like, sits cross-legged over in a corner. And, Is and that from the spiders? Oh, yeah. Listen, listen. Is that no, from the spiders? I can't. Do you want some? I have, I have plenty. He gets up, and he just starts barfing in the middle of the floor. <laughs> oh. I want to, like, I want to do the thing. I want to pat his back. I was like, what's the thing? Because that's what you do. <laughs> I want to do the thing. Hold his hair back for him. <laughs> I'm just patting him on the back. It's like, it's Kellen's okay, buddy. Lork's a jerk, but, I mean, what After else After he new? kind of retches for a few minutes, it, it almost seems to, like, not calm him, but you don't. It's almost like he's so exhausted from doing that that he's he's kind of coming around. And he's like, huh, "They're they're dead." Yes, yes, they're 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 more than dead. It's okay. 
Alright, everything is okay now. Okay. He punches you in the face. He punches me in the face? Yes, he punches you in the face. Okay. Not for any damage. You told me there were no spiders. <laughs> Those were your specific words. No spiders. <laughs> I just kind of want to spit blood on the ground right Bork now. chuckles in his sleep. And I would be like, I guess I deserve that, but... How else was I supposed to get you to go across the desert that would no obviously have spiders? Spiders. It would obviously have spiders. Servants, do you have you walked in? Yeah, I'm just gonna go in there. Kellen, we need to start our watch. That's fun. Your squire here just punched me in the face. <laughs> um, guy, what are you doing? Guy just turns around and goes back to his corner and sits down. Get some rest, guy. It's gonna be a long night. He's just kind of rocking back and forth. <laughs> the spiders are dead. Thank Paylor. There may be many more out there, though. Go, you know what? Get your beauty sleep, Lord. I'm, I'm trying. You, you all are in here talking. Let's go, Kellen. All right. I'm going to walk out, and I'm just going to flip <laughs> off Guy as I'm walking out. He doesn't see. Okay, He's facing good. the wall, rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm shutting the door. In this instance, Guy is channeling my personal fear of spiders in the real life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> spiders. <laughs> is he always like that? Like, is is he afraid of that afraid of spiders, or is that just kind of like a Even show? Even the, the smallest spiders, he does the exact same thing. Are Again, you serious? Just so like he, me in real life. <laughs> he, he, he punches you like in the face. No, he don't punch me in the face. Okay. No, no, Guy would never punch Sir in the face. All right, I was just wondering. If he wants to keep his hand, he wouldn't. You lied to him, you know. Broke up I, I did. I did lie to him, but I mean, how else am I supposed to get him across the desert? That sure, obviously, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not arguing why you did it and whether or not it was the right thing to do. I'm just saying you did. So, there yeah. Three of you are all outside as Lorik is inside trying to meditate while Guy is mumbling to himself and praying. So, what are the three of you going to do? Hey guys, you want to play a game? No. Why not? We need to keep watch. We just killed three disgusting spiders, or however many. Technically, there were five. Oh come on! I'm sure. I'm sure this would be great, and it's not that bad of a game, anyways. Ooh, so. I know this game called Dungeons and Dromedaries. It's like this. Oh boy! <laughs> you go in the desert with these camels, and you get to study these old dungeons in the desert. Okay. We happen to be in the desert, so it's the perfect place to oh play. Oh gosh! So, anybody have any camels? Um, what's a camel? No. It's it's like a it's like a big dog <laughs> but it's got a hump on its back. Yeah, it's huh. It's perfect uh, explanation of what a camel is. It's like a big dog. That's a weird looking dog, I guess. <laughs> I mean that's what I think of when I think camel. No, but I kinda wanna play this game. We probably need to set up watch in three different directions. <sighs> but I've already been watched and I've already fought spiders and it's boring and I wanna play a game. Would you prefer to die? Got him. That's debatable, but... All right. <laughs> well, it's, it's got real dark. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Not trademarked. Okay, I guess I'll set up my watch. Now I'm going to climb the mast. Okay. I want to do it really cool-like, though. I want to Assassin's Creed it. I want to grab with one hand and, like, throw myself up. Roll me an acrobatics check. Haha, that's a 17. Plus my acrobatics. 
21 total. I'm surprised it's not a natural 20. All right. So you 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 do a pretty good job of it. You know, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Servants, where do you set up your watch? I'm just going to sit on one side of the boat and look off the side. So the side that's not facing, like, the cliff wall? Correct. And Jim? I am going to set my watch close to the spiders so I can study them. All right. Give me perception checks. That is an 18 plus 5, sir. Wow. I'm rolling good. Sir Vance? That is a 10. Okay. Jim? 5. Okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kellen, you're up top. Yep. And you are watching. It's real cold again. You guys are, it's pretty cold out there. You know, you're probably having to somewhat kind of bundle yourself up a little bit. Kellen, you're kind of watching, tuning in, listening. And you're up on top in the little crow's nest area. So yeah. you can kind of see over top of that little cliff that you guys went up to. I mean, it's not that high of a cliff. It's probably like a 10 or 15 foot. So you can't see over the top of it, but you can kind of see the top there. And you're kind of watching, you know, listening. And after, we'll say, probably about an hour, hour and a half maybe, you hear this noise. And it's 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 a sound that you're familiar with. It's something that you've heard many times. And it's the sound of some sort of creature in distress. Hmm. Sounds like something is hurt. Or it's the sort of sound that you would expect if you come up on a creature that was caught in a trap. Okay. Well, then just let it die. I want to climb down. I want to climb down. Okay. Oh, no. Hey, guys, I heard something up there, and I don't know if you want to come with me or just keep watch over the ship, but I'm going to go check it out, if that's all right. Uh, are you serious right now? Yes, I, I'm I'm serious. How far away is it? Pretty close. Mm, probably close to that cliff over there, so it's not too far. I mean, you, if you're in yelling distance, you can just, if something happens, just shout. Okay. But we should probably at least have someone here watching over the ship. Yeah, y'all can do that. And I I'll I promise I'll make it quick. So I wanna I wanna take off towards the sound that I heard. Alright, so you hop down off the ship and basically to get there you're gonna wanna kinda walk around and go up the other like the walking side of the cliff or you can try to climb the cliff. Doesn't matter to me. I want to try and climb the cliff because high ground is always better. That's fine. You can roll me an athletics or acrobatics check just to make sure you don't do real, real bad at it. No, I, I rolled a 15 plus okay. my acrobatics, which You're is fine. Four. You know, you climb at about half your walking speed, more or less. You climb this cliff. You get up to the top. And, you know, from where you're at, it's dark, which you've got dark vision. You can see, you know, what you'd expect to see kind of in the in the moonlight. You see cactuses or cacti is it cactus is it cacti is it is it what it's is cacti it? yeah cacti i think it's right. cactopi cactopi that sounds right oh okay. so cacti. you see them you see them out there you know you see that you see you know some brush and different things dry lands as you're used to seeing but kind of off in the distance walking distance but kind of where the the land kind of goes down a little bit from where this little cliff is you see next to like a large boulder you see something kind of moving around on the ground next to it I would like to approach it stealthily. Roll me a stealth check. Oh, yeah. 18 plus what my stealth is. Which yeah, is your stealth six. is a plus six. Yeah, so 18 plus six. Okay, you do really well. You sneak up, you kind of go from cactus to cactus or from brush to brush. Cacti and to as cacti. You, you get closer to it, you're starting to kind of hear that sound it's making, that distress call, more or less, louder. And as you get up, 
closer and closer to it, you can see that it is actually a black bear. Oh, boy. <laughs> In the desert? Yeah. It seems really Whoa. strange to you. That is very strange. I want to approach it because it's in a trap, but it can't attack me. So right. I want to just kind of look at it. There is a, like a bear trap. It actually looks like it wasn't meant for a bear. It's smaller. Like it looks like it would be more meant for like a wolf or a coyote, something like that. But it's got like half of its paw and like above its paw, like its wrist type area there. But the, the teeth of this trap are really dug in. And it's just yelling out and howling in pain and pulling against the chain, which is mounted to that boulder. I would like to poke my head out and look at it and kind of try to approach it, see what happens. So what are you going to try to do? Are you going to try and set it free? I'm going to try and set it free, but I want to I want to approach it really slow-like, you know what I'm saying? I do. To see if it's hostile against me. Roll me an animal handling check. I rolled a natural 20. Oh my gosh. I rolled another I'm confiscating 20. that dice. Look, this roll doesn't really matter so much. I really just need to make sure you didn't roll a natural one. So you're able to go forward, and as you are, you can sense the fear that it has. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, you just know, you feel like you know exactly how to approach it and what to do. I mean, you know, you're a ranger. You deal with animals all the time, but you approach it and. At first, it starts to spook it, but I'm assuming you're kind of like talking to it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, hey, it's okay. All right. Calm down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you get out of this. The moment that you start talking to it, it just kind of settles down. It sits on its back, like on its butt, and it just kind of sits there and holds its paw out. And you walk up to it, and you can pretty easily figure out how to disengage the trap and set it free. I would like to disengage the trap. Okay. So you do. This is going to go great. And the bear eats your face off. <laughs> I mean, no. Got him. Uh, no, you do. And the bear kind of starts like licking its paw. It stands up on it, tries to put its weight on it. And it kind of, you know, limps and lets out a little whine as it, because as, it's obviously in pain. And it kind of holds its paw out to you again. I would like to use cure wounds on the bear. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. All right. Just roll me a D8. That is a seven. Okay, plus three. So you give him a total of ten hit points back. Mm, yeah, that's that's enough. That's over half of his health. So you do that, and you can, you know, how do you how do you cast your spell? What do you do? I want to like just put my tiny little hand very softly onto the wound itself. Tiny little hands, little baby hands, little baby hands. I want to say something in gnomish. Okay, and my hand starts to glow. With this cool. bright yellow kind of fall-looking light, uh huh. Is it Tonya? When you do the the flesh closes up and the hair starts to even grow back on it, and when that happens, the bear starts like making bear sounds and kind of puts his paw down and licks at it again and sniffs it, and then he kind of runs around in a little circle, and then what? he comes back up to you and he just kind of sits on his butt looking at you. I want to walk up to the bear, Are you and I want right now? I want to pet it. I want to pet it. I want to pet the bear. You reach out and you pet the bear, and he kind of like nuzzles your hand. What? I just made Seven. friends with this bear. What is going on? Please tell me you come back to camp riding a bear. <laughs> I wanna I wanna try to ride the bear, if that's possible. Because <laughs> okay. I, I shouldn't be too much weight, you know. So it, Didn't you so say what you, something about befriending an animal earlier? Do you, do you say something to him? 
about that? I want to say something to the bear. I want to say, so, f- uh, friend, what should I call you? You know, he says, Rawr. I know you can't talk. Rar? Um, let's see here. I don't speak bear. His what if I Rory. just call you Charlie? Is Charlie a good name? <laughs> he he just kind of nods awkwardly. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Charlie, do you mind going back to camp with me? And I can take you to show my friends. We're on this, like, super crazy mission to save a tree. He gets up on all fours and kind of like shakes back and forth. All right. I'm going to climb on top of my new bear friend and I want to head back to camp. He just kind of lets you direct him. And you're not far. I mean, like a five minute walk. Yep. You guys on the boat, Servants, you're kind of oh my checking the moon above you and you're like, it's, it's about time to wake Lorik up. And about that time, you hear the sound of footsteps and you, you can't see very well. I mean, you don't have dark vision. But after a minute, you see, like, because we'll say the fire over there is kind of burning low, so you still have some vision, plus the moonlight, and it is clear night out. And you see what looks like a small figure riding on the back of a very dark figure approaching the ship. Oh, boy. Who goes there? Hey, what's up? Kellen. Yeah. What What are you on? Oh, it's his name is Charlie. Meth. <laughs> Charlie, what yeah. is that creature? Is that a spider? No, oh, he's a bl- no. He's a black no, bear. No. He's my, he's my friend. <laughs> say hi, Charlie. <laughs> Did you say a bear? Yeah. Say hi, Charlie. <laughs> I'm not oh, doing this. Oh my god! It's not gonna be a thing. I'm not gonna talk like a bear. <laughs> yes, you are. Every time. <laughs> you have to. You're a DM. You have to. Jim, I know you love creatures. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey Charlie, you gotta meet Jim. He's he studies stuff. Is Jim so still he, here? Where's he's probably Jim? gonna love that. I was looking at the spiders, but when I hear the bear, I turn around and say, "That's a bear." <laughs> yeah. The bear walks up to you, Jim. I say, "What's up, bear?" He says, <laughs> "I've seen some bears like you. You're pretty cool. What are you doing in the desert? This is not bear country." When you say that, he kind of looks down. Oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to bring up something difficult. Uh, It's okay. He holds his paw up to you, like the one that was hurt, kind of like he's showing it to you. But you don't see anything. I lick it. I'm just kidding. You really lick his paw? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Say, please don't. Now, look, I'm a ranger, but that's weird. (laughs) Everybody, this is Charlie. We're probably going to have to fill him in with the whole mission status, but I'm sure he'll be a good help to us. Wait a minute. You found a wild bear. How are what is uh, what is happening right now? Well, I found a wild bear, and I brought him back, and now he's going on the mission with us. You you brought a wild bear to our boat to kill us. To my boat, <laughs> and he's not going to kill you unless I say kill him. So, how, okay, how do you? Is this some kind of weird magic? No, he's just my friend. I helped him out. His paw was stuck in a trap. I'm not trusting a wild bear. Well, then you're not allowed on my boat. (laughs) (laughs) Get off my boat, then. I mean, if we have to go on the quest without you, we will do it. Okay. I mean, I've got a boat and a bear. That's pretty good. I'm not not entrusting the life of Lorik with... A wild bear. 
Charlie kind of walks up to you and he kind of sits down in front of you, just kind of looking up at you. I don't understand what is going on. He's trying to say hello. He kind of paws at your foot a little bit. I kind of kick it away. Not hard, but... He's so cute, and you're you're such a jerk. He just looks back at Kellen. It's okay, Charlie. He'll grow to love you like I have. (laughs) Such a short amount of time. (laughs) It's because it's called nature. Because I love nature. I love nature things. It's one thing to love nature and another thing to bring a wild bear. It's not a wild bear... Yeah, well, okay, just, yes, it is a wild bear, but it's it not a wild bear as in the sense of it's wild. I mean, he may party on the weekends, but that's not wild. <laughs> I can't wait for the weekend. Oh, boy. Exactly. I give up. Hey, Charlie, so I'm going to go wake up Lorik. Oh, no. You sit out here and be a good boy, okay? Because he's probably going to give you the same response that Sir Vance did. He goes over to the side <laughs> of the boat and he just sits down. All right, so I'm going to knock on the door and open it up and okay. just kind of slip inside. Guy's over there, like, asleep in the fetal position. Whenever you come in, Lork opens his, well, his eyes are already open, but you notice, like, they sharpen. You, like, in, snap like, to he, it? Yeah, he, like, snaps over and, like, meet, makes eye contact with you. Oh, kill him. Hey. Ah, Lork, yeah, hey. um, so you know how you really like magical items, right? Oh, my gosh. Do you, ha- you found a magic item? No, 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 but... I have to admit, I really like nature things, okay? Nature things. Nature like things. Like as much as I like magic items? Yes, as like as much as you like magic items. Now, you would you would absolutely, no matter what, want to keep a magical item, right? Oh, yeah. I, want, I really want to buy this boat from you. I mean, it does have vomit in the cabin, though, so maybe we could work out a deal. Well, yeah, but I was going to say... Now, I would absolutely love to keep anything that's natural, like a natural thing, you know, nature. Okay. So, okay. nature. Okay. This is this is kind of strange. Um, why don't you walk outside with me and I'll show you what I mean. And okay. I I want to I want to open up the door and walk over and say, "Charlie, come here." Charlie gets up and walks over towards you. <laughs> like towards the door? Yeah. Am I outside yet? No? Uh, I don't know, are you? No. Okay. This is Charlie. Say hello to Charlie. Char- oh my god! Sir Vance! We have a bear! And he raises his wand and points it at whoa, it. Whoa, 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 Charlie kind of hunches okay. back behind Kellen, which is it's funny okay. because Kellen's so small and Charlie's so big. <laughs> Kellen okay. is a bear! It's okay. Like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. His name's Charlie. All right. Chewbacca. It's okay. <laughs> he does so. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna like pet Charlie and see, see, look, look. Pet. Mark just looks mm-hmm. totally bewildered. Now come here, come here real quick. I want, I wanna like walk over to Lorik and grab his hand. And whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 wait, no, hold wait. on, hold on, calm down. It's okay, it's okay. I wanna come over and put his hand against Charlie's head, and I want him to like pet Charlie. He like. Taps his head like twice and then like steps out of the door away from the bear and he looks at Sir Vance. Sir, Sir Vance? There's a bear. That's what I said. Guys, no. it's okay. It's just I a mean, bear. How are you controlling it? It's just a bear. I know no spells that can control a bear. Um, I know of spells that can control a bear, but 
that bear has to be a familiar. Jim, Jim, um, and you see that blue like lightning look start to come over Lark's eyes again, and he keeps his wand pointed at the bear the whole time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe don't, may, don't, don't cast no just spells. Get rid of it now before it becomes hostile. No, no, no. And I want to step in front of Charlie. No. All right. You step in front of Charlie, and Charlie kind of nuzzles up to you from the side. You know how, like, a, a dog will or a cat will nuzzle up under your hand to make you pet him? Yes. He does that He does that with his head, and he has to kind of stoop down. I mean, he's not a huge bear. He's not like a grizzly bear. But he kind of stoops down, puts his head under your hand, like, for you to pet him. Do you pet his head? Yes, I want to pet his head. When you're petting his head, like, in this in the darkness outside, you all can see under Kellen's hand, like, where his hand is touching Charlie's head, it's kind of glowing with that same yellowish light that you used uh, to heal him. Killen, what, what, what spell are you are you using? What are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not using a spell. I I, I see your your hand glows like it's a it's a reddish orange. It reminds me of autumn. Uh, I'm petting I mean, a bear. Servants, there's a there's a bear. I know. What are we what are we gonna do about the bear? Jim, where where are you at during all this? I'm back at the spiders. Okay. <laughs> I I've taken one of their legs off and I'm kinda playing with it. Like Okay. <laughs> and as I'm wiggling it at the different joints, I'm listening in real close to try to hear if there's anything. And then some gook kinda squirts out and I try to catch it before it hits the ground, but I miss. After that gook uh, squirts out, you you kinda hear the sound like something almost like moving around inside the spider oh no what's this what do you do you kind of lean down look in there i kind of get close i'm like excited what's happening now you look down and you see something it almost looks like there's something moving around in like the eye core and comes like pouring out the hole where you rip the leg off don't do this, this little sack don't this white sack <clears throat> and it like pops and <clears throat> Two of these tiny little spiders are like skittering through it, like tearing apart the stuff that was around them. And about that time, y'all hear Charlie just let out this just roar, like a scary roar. And he just charges these spiders, and in an instant, he just snatches them up in his mouth and just like rips them apart. So when he charged, it wasn't towards. Lark. No, it was away from y'all. Y'all are over by the door. <laughs> um, Jim was over on the other end of the boat looking at the spiders. Because Lord probably went, ah! <laughs> and had it been in his direction, he would have nuked the bear. No, he charges away from you. I want to walk up to Charlie, and I want to I want to say, good boy. Charlie, like, rips him up. He's like, slaughters these spiders. And then once he's satisfied that they're dead, he, like, turns. And as you're walking toward him, he's just walking back towards you, and he's just totally docile. Good, Charlie. Good boy. I want to <laughs> pet his Killing, head. Do you really think you can control that thing? Obviously, I just controlled him with my mind, JK. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it wasn't a spell. So it's psychotic. You're, yes. you're using your your brain. He uses his heart. That's what he does. He See, watch this, Charlie. Shake your head. Yes. You tell him to shake his head. Yes, he does. He nods. Yes. Wow. Now, Charlie, point at Lorik with your paw. He points towards Servants with his paw. That's okay. He tries. And then he looks at you. This is a good boy. That's Servants, but it's okay. <laughs> okay, after you say that, he he kind of he points at Lark. Good boy. I don't want to pet him. Okay, I, I don't fully understand what's going on here, but if something happens, I'm going to kill that bear. 
<laughs> then you're gonna have to kill me first. It comes to that. JK, that just means you'll have to get off my boat and go on your adventure somewhere else. Uh how about we make a deal? How no. about <laughs> how about how about the bear can come with this and I get your boat? Or I could keep this bear and the boat and go home. Can I keep uh, the spiders? <laughs> <laughs> do you have one of the baby spiders in your hand? Tell me you don't. I do. Sir, Sir Vance, oh, you, you think we should just send it home? Is it too much of a risk? I th it seems to me that the bear somehow is magically tamed. But, of course, we're going to keep an eye on it if anything happens. Okay, so if it, if it attacks you, stab it, and, and I'll shoot it with my lightning. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be hard. Can Killin I hear that? Killin won't like it, but I like our plan. You guys know I can hear you, right? I don't think I'm you can hear us. I'm not saying that we're just going to kill your bear for no reason. No, I, I'm not. I'm talking to the Loric. Like, why are you whispering? <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, hey, Killen. I, I think the bear will be fine, as long as you can keep control of it. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go to bed now. Charlie's going to come with me. Yeah, come on, Charlie. Maybe he'll keep you warm. I'm going to... Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'll keep watch. You guys can sleep. All right, I'm going to go into the cabin and snuggle up with Charlie. I'm All right, you bed. and Charlie go in there and get settled in for bed. Yep. I'm not staying in that cabin. <laughs> You're not? <laughs> nope. Okay, what do you do? I'm not telling Guy either. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. It walks into the cabin note. and Guy's already feebly in the corner. I was about to say, no, Guy's asleep, so like. Yeah, Guy's side asleep. Side note, imagine, imagine when he wakes yeah, up. Yeah, imagine. I go to the cabin and just start <laughs> writing down my findings in my journal. Okay. Sir Vance, you pull your bedroll out here. I mean, what do you do? Yeah, I'm just going to pull my bedroll out probably somewhere near Lorik. I don't know where he's going to do his watch, but he'll be up in the crow's nest. So I'll just put it right below the crow's nest on the deck, I guess. Settle in for the night. And that's where we're going to end this episode. You brought a freaking bear. <laughs> you a freaking judge bear! Me? It's gonna take us. It's gonna take us two weeks to cross this desert. <laughs> <laughs> so, just so everyone is clear, Kellen took the Beastmaster archetype for his ranger, so he gets a beast companion. Oh my gosh! Charlie is his new beast companion. Yay, Charlie! Wow! I, I, I thought that's what was going on. Yep. I was like, it's pretty awesome. I was like, is, it is. is he a ranger or a druid? Because I'm confused. <laughs> I'm a ranger. <laughs> Yeah, he's a ranger. So there you go. All right. So thank you guys for listening in so much. We appreciate it. We hope that you enjoyed it. I know that we did. So if you want to help out the show, you can always do so by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. That helps us get the word out there, and we just really appreciate that. We appreciate it a lot. If you like what you've heard from the sound effects and music in our show, you can find most of that on BattleBards.com. You should check it out. It might be really great to use at your table. If you want to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at capital mbh podcast and that'll be in the show notes of course and we would love to hear from you see how you're enjoying the show tell us but that does it for this week so thanks for listening in and we'll see you next week bye bye ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba -ba.